All right, Inbound Attendees, it's your boy, George B. Thomas. We're back with another episode of Inbound Speaks, where we talk to inbound speakers about their speaking topics at Inbound. Anyway, did I get that right? I think so. You know me. I'm super excited. I'm ready to rock and roll because, well, we've got some kick butt or maybe another term. Hmm. We'll think about it. Some tips, some tricks, some hacks that we're going to talk to you. But before we dive into the deep end of the pool, let's go ahead and run that bumper and get into the good stuff. All right, I'm here with John Lawson. John, why don't we start at the very beginning, maybe with your birth? No, I'm just kidding. Not your birth, but let the inbound attendees know a little bit about you and really what makes you tick. Yeah, I mean, I am an e-commerce, you know, guy. I started my own business back in, uh, you know, 2001 on eBay and been doing e-commerce for like 20 years. But the last 10 years, I got into social commerce, which I believe personally that eBay was the first social commerce platform all in all. And as such, I started teaching and training around social commerce. So that's me. Love it. So when you think of your session and you think of all the like, I don't know, the whole world this year could attend inbound because it's a virtual uh, experience, right? A digital experience. When you think about your session, who should be in the room and why should they be in the room? Honestly, I think everyone that has a desire to get some commerce out of their social. It's a whole, you know, thing if you're doing social just for likes or so that they'll follow you and so you'll feel good about your personal thing. But if you want to feel good about your wallet and your social turns into conversions, then that is the person that needs to be, whether you're a big or small commerce, you are the person that needs to be in this session. All right, so I want to go a little sideways because listening to you, another question popped into my head. And so this may be a lengthier inbound speaks. We'll see how this turns out, but I love it. When you think about what most businesses are doing or when I think about what most businesses are doing, it's like, hey, we're going to share our content so that we can bring them back to the site and then we can like nurture them and educate them and add value. And these are all words that I've said historically, but you're kind of driving into like if you want your social to drive revenue if you want if you want your wallet to get fatter because of what you're doing on social so i really want you to dive into when you say the term social commerce just so the people who are thinking about attending the session when you say that term like what fundamentally do you mean would be different between what businesses are doing now and what businesses could be doing social commerce so let's break that down. You've got social media, social marketing, social commerce, and even social engagement, right? If I remove the one thing that is the same in those, I remove social, that leaves me with media, commerce, engagement. I don't remember what the other thing was that I said, right? But look at that. None of those are the same. So all of a sudden, we've got this society where if I say social media, that means the same as social commerce. But if I say media, you immediately think about Fox News, CNN, all of that. If I say commerce, you start thinking about Amazon, eBay, you know, Macy's. They're not the same. But just because we throw the word social in front of it, all of a sudden we get all that jumbled. So look, guys, what I'm talking about, it's not about likes. It's about sale. 
I don't care if you like me. I want you to buy something. So my intention is commerce, not just social for the game of social. I love that so much, and I'm glad I asked that question. So now let's talk about how your session is actually 21 kick-ass social commerce tactics to sell more today. Listen, if you're a company that wants to sell more and you're on social, this might be something to really lean into. Now, here's the thing, John, we don't want to give away the whole farm here. So maybe what's one or two of those tips that you think businesses could easily lean into between now and your session at Inbound 2020? to kind of get the engine started and get going with this? Let's do the exercise that a lot of people have done or think about. It's like, who is my consumer, right? Who is that avatar? I like to call them the king consumer. Why? Because the consumer is king. You know, if they don't, if they're not happy, we're not making money. So we want to think about who that consumer is. We want to create an avatar for that consumer. And once we understand who our customer is, then our content needs to attract that customer, right? Which is pretty standard. But where I come from and tell you also is it needs to repel the people that are not your customers. So it's got to be both things. It's got to be very specific to attract the customer, but also repel the people that are not your customer. That way, those king consumers consumers know that this is for me. When somebody comes and says, hey, I sell to everybody, you're literally saying you sell to nobody. And a lot of our content kind of reflects that nobody's really interested because you're not talking directly to a consumer. So that's one thing you want to think about. The other thing, like you were saying, is uh, creating content that is helpful. You have to do that, but you want to do that with the idea of reciprocity. It's I give you something because I understand that human nature means if I uh, put something on the scale, just in general, most people want to balance that scale out, and that's called reciprocity. So we'll go through reciprocity, how that works, and how that gets people from just a, you know, uh, somebody looking at your content, looking at your stuff, to actual purchasing and buying from. So much good stuff there. The idea of like understanding of being polarizing in a positive way, meaning not everybody is a good fit for your business. That is something that so many companies aren't paying attention to that I'm glad you brought up. And this idea of reciprocity, it's a long game. It's a long game, but it's a super powerful game. It's something that you definitely, both of those tips are great. I can't wait for the other 19 or 18 or however many more tips that are going to be during the session. I, I do want to dive into this thing because humans, we can be very interesting sometimes. And I feel like you started to unpack this like social, 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 like media, e-commerce. Are there any myths that you feel that you should debunk right now when it comes to social commerce? that will help unlock somebody's mind to be like, oh, well, this is the way I thought of it. But you know what? Now that John mentions this or that, I should probably attend this session. You know, social is the future of commerce. There has never been a society that started trading goods one with another that didn't start with their social game. I mean, if you go to any third world country, if you go into the center of the city, there are people that are doing commerce and trading goods 
because that is part of society. So as social grows more and more, people will buy more and more. And even today, 80% of all purchases are being influenced by social. You gotta stop taking it for granted that this is something that's not to be serious. It's not just, and also, it is now an and. John, with that said, because it's imperative that people do this, what's the number one hurdle that you've seen companies kind of face as they try to transition into this social commerce as well as social media uh, mindset? Personal. I think they have a problem with the thought of making things personal. We've come from such a old school business mentality that we want to separate the personal from the business, but now today we're going back to personality in our business. People wanna support businesses that support their community. And it's really important now, especially with this millennial and digital generation, if they are your consumers, then you wanna make sure that you are getting that conversation going. And it's a personal conversation. It's personality at scale. That's what social media allows you to do. Mm, it's all about being you, all about being human. How about transparent or authentic? You can throw that in there too. Like, like I am totally down with that. I'm an advocate of being a happy, helpful, humble human. And that, you know, like for me, that is the core of SprocketTalk.com. That's the core of myself. There is no difference because we are really leaning into this. It's, it's, it has to be a personality, a person as far as the brand. And I, especially in social commerce, totally. I, I'll give you an amen on what you're preaching, brother. So here's the thing. <laughs> hey, you here's know what? The thing. Here's one thing I will tell you. There's a reason why the highest paid person in commercial television is a character named Flo. Right? We all know Flo and she does the insurance commercial. She's not a real person, but you feel like that is a person, that is a personality of a large corporation. So it doesn't have to be you personally when we're talking about making it personal. So just think on that level too. Mm, I love that little addition. So, John, um, people, they get done attending your session. Historically, you would get an audience that would stand up. They'd give you a raving round of applause. This year, we're probably hitting applause buttons that we're buying from Amazon. But at, still, at the end of the day, as a speaker, we know that we want to have them take this uh big idea or like a, a one thing that we want them to run with for you around social commerce and businesses in this transition. What's the one thing that you hope that they grab a hold of and run with as they move forward? Okay, here's your hashtag, guys. It's Big Mama. If you get anything from my talk, it's about not being Big Brother, but being Big Mama. They're actually the same people but the way they come off is totally different. Big Brother wants to know everything you're doing, and so does Big Mama, but Big Mama wants to know because she loves you. So she wants to know what you're into, where you're going, who you're hanging out with, not in a bad way, but because she cares for you, and that's what we have to do in social with the tools we have today. 
hashtag Big Mama. And I got to be honest with you, as we close out this episode, when I think of what you just said about hashtag Big Mama, I think of love, I think of empathy, I think of caring, which, by the way, those three things are how you become human and how you can do a person or personality to your business. While you're unpacking all of that and using the hashtag Big Mama on the socials, we'll be here waiting for you in the next episode.